You are listening to an A&R podcast. This is episode 16. And on today's podcast, we'll be talking about Jupiter's Legacy Netflix TV show. We'll talk about the new Venom 2 trailer and SH Figure Arts Dragon Ball GT news. Let's get started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode. It is episode 16, and I am excited to get into our topics. We got some great topics, as we mentioned in our intro. But as always, before we do, I want to bring my, you know, partner in crime, my, you know, discovery, my Star Trek sort of traveler, <laughs> Mr. Spock, a.k.a. D. How are you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> I am your captain if you haven't mentioned it. <laughs> All right, D. Um, so we got some fun topics here. We got I mean, we get to talk about Jupiter's Legacy TV show. We get to talk about Venom trailer and uh, Dragon Ball GT. But, you know, before we start off our show, we always talk about, you know, what we watched and what we got. So with that, how was your week? My week was pretty good. Um, what did I get? I... Well, with the news of the Disney store closing, I went and got a Marvel Select Carnage. I'm not really a big Marvel Select guy just because of the proportions and the articulation sometimes compared to the mm -hmm. smaller lines. I like them for bigger figures like Juggernaut and Rhino, maybe. Well, the Hulk, obviously. Yeah. I love that bad boy. But I oh, just man. figured, whatever, I'll get a Carnage. That's a... So did they announce when they're closing? No, it's kind of just up in the air they said we're closing this location this location some here 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 and then i found out a few people in uh, our facebook group went to one of our malls and said so you guys are closing and they're like no we're not closing so i don't know the information's kind of all over the place but oh wow i trust the news and the ceo's statements over individual stores but we'll see that being said, I was like, okay, I'll get a Carnage figure. He looks pretty cool. I'll hang him up on my wall with my others. It's um, it's interesting because they only have certain Marvel Select figures, but like the Hulk never showed up in the store, from what I know. I had to go to a comic store to get that guy. So yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I yeah. mean, it's weird. Like, they sell some. But they don't sell all. They so have Disney store understand. exclusive ones. Like I haven't seen Taskmaster anywhere else. No, I I saw the gill for Taskmaster. Yeah, I haven't seen him. Have you seen him anywhere else? Like comic stores and anything? Well, that, well that's what store? I mean. Like, yeah. Uh, why why is it an exclusive? Like, I don't, I don't know. understand. Like, <laughs> it's it's Taskmaster. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I mean, how can Carnage? How can Carnage be exclusive? Isn't Carnage like popular character? Yeah, same with why Venom. Venom was also a Disney exclusive one. Like, yeah, it's weird. Just, uh, I don't know. So I was like, I may not care about you now. I do like you. So I might kick myself later yeah. if I don't get you after you guys close down. So but whatever. 30 bucks. It's uh, no, very, no very deal. strange how Marvel Selects gets distribution. And, you know, like something like Hulk, you think they'd distribute a lot of it. Um, I mean, maybe just this is just Canada, but I haven't seen it. Aside from the one store that I got it from, I haven't seen it anywhere else. I mean, did they sell out so fast or... Maybe I, I saw two shipments, each had three within the shipment. So I got lucky and got mine. Wow. 
And then look at that. And then the next Big time one. you got yours, for, I think from the same store, but yeah, there yeah. wasn't an like a, a, a lot of them. No, it wasn't abundance. It was two. I had to choose from between two of them, and I'm like, okay, cool. I picked one. I didn't want to take both. I really wanted two because I wanted to experiment with the other one. But yeah. I'm like, you know what? Somebody's probably wanting this more than I am, so I just left and just grabbed one. Yeah. Um, you know, like, but yeah, this is strange. It's like um, such a popular character, and you think the Disney store would have the Hulk there you know such a big character that they would sell a lot of it at their store because a lot of kids love hulk too right so yeah uh what else did you get unfortunately nothing i'm still waiting on wonder woman news mezco wonder woman and oh, yeah. i've been reading a lot of marvel comics the... lately so you got some of that you got some of that mezco yeah i do so conan's <laughs> been showing up in a few comics and I didn't, oh, I, I didn't care about him before, but he's showing up in like Savage Avengers. He has an actual Marvel Comics run now, and I'm like, eh, bar, bar, barbarians. You've seen one, you've seen them all. And then I got to reading Conan. Like I need a Mezco for Conan. For those who are, li- for those who are listening, D gets motivated by reading a comic book. Yeah. So if he hear, if he reads a comic book and there's an obscure person in that comic book that he falls in love with, he came over his way. <laughs> he will, he will go get that figure. So came over, yeah. That's how. That's what I'm going to do is I'm going to get him to do homework where he's going to read obscure comic books and be really interested and buy the stuff that I buy too. So that'll be fun. It's not even I like eat. a tedious thing for me. Like, please, anyone, anyone email in, recommend some comics to me. Like that is the most ideal situation because after a while, well, it's hard to find they stuff. Should definitely, they should they should definitely go to our uh, Twitter or Instagram handle at AstonishingNR and give you some, you know. Give me some uh, recommendations. Kind of like, uh, yeah, recommendations on what what to read, graphic novels or comics. We, I would actually uh, check them out as well. So <clears throat> that's a great idea that uh, you mentioned that. Even better if there is a figure that exists of said character, because I will most likely one hundred percent go hunt them down. Or make it. Yeah, either that too. <laughs> <clears throat> Speaking of uh, making figures, uh, what do you think of uh, your figure that you made of? Um, uh, invincible versus what is coming out from marvel select well like when it comes to like diamond select stuff they always do weird articulation i don't know if they're just utilizing this patent they have where they use door hinges yeah, for I'm their sorry, hips i'm in diamond select. oh it's basically select the same thing marvel. like marvel select is like a subdivision <laughs> of diamond select the same box same yeah. everything just not a marvel character and i don't know i may repurpose the head of one but <laughs> but otherwise <laughs> The articulation is just weird, and I can't even like use them as a statue type figure because they just stand like T posed, just like perfectly straight, like it's a ruler. So, ah, it's frustrating. It's funny. It, I mean, I'm hoping that the because of the popularity of this show, that maybe a Japanese company like SH Figure Arts or Mayfix will pick it up. Because, um, yeah, I I don't know about the select division. Like this is not doing justice to this, this um this show because they got so many other great characters that are colorful they're you know amazing albeit a little bit of a ripoff from the main traditional heroes that we're used to from marvel and dc but still i would love to see sh figure arts or uh, mafex tackles or mafex whatever you want to call it tackle these guys with the with the accessories they they come with I, i think that'd be fun and i'm willing to shell out the money for these guys 
I don't know about you. Would you be willing to pay the money? Absolutely, the... absolutely. Like they are, like you said, they're <laughs> ripoffs. But at the same time, I treat them as parodies. Like they, they're self-aware. They know they picked these superheroes, so could, they could be like, "Okay, so here's Batman. We're gonna obliterate Batman because this is what really happened when Batman versus Super." Like they just take situations that happen in actual comics and play them out in a real world type situation i don't know it's hard to explain yeah. but but there there's a lot of colorful right. characters like you said they could go the miles with this run if they ju- ever chose to but we'll see well, we'll see we'll get into uh we'll get into parody when we talk about jupiter's legacy but um what uh what else did you did you watch anything besides jupiter legacy a little more of kim's convenience um i show final space I didn't really get a chance to start anything new or see any movies. What about you? What did you buy? Did you buy anything? Um, Please tell me about oh, something. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I bought um, the... Well, I, I didn't want to buy it, but I had to because it just felt weird not to have this in my collection. Um, the Masters of the Universe retro line that they have. Um, I didn't go deep in this line. I just, um, I just wanted He-Man and Skeletor, which I have. And then I had Battle Cat because it just looks so cool. And I'm like, well, I better get uh, the Puma. I don't know if his name is Puma. I can't remember now. Um, I had to get him because War Skeletor going to do just stand there and look at He-Man. <laughs> right, right well, they're dancing yeah. Yeah, so I, I found him at Toys R Us uh, and I picked him up. There was a bunch of people in front of me. They were all gawking at it. And I just saw there was only one. So I just, excuse me. And they all departed, departed like this Red Sea. And then I just went and grabbed it. Everyone's afraid to make the first move. Yeah, like they're all like, I don't know, hesitant or something. There's only one left, so I had to get in there and get it before these guys, whoever they were, trying to get it. So I just grabbed it and walked out. And um, I got that. And I also ended up getting um, the McFarlane um, Bizarro. Oh, yeah. I picked him up. I'm going to probably compare him to all the other Superman figures. They do a, do a lineup. Do a lineup comparison. Oh, yeah, and be totally disappointed. Oh, God, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) But I had to get him because Superman Insignia, I want to give a shot. I I don't know. I I might get more Superman Insignia-based characters. I have all of them so far, even the the Red Sun Superman. Um, But uh, what else? Uh, I have... Yeah, I think that was pretty much it. I didn't get anything. Oh, and then I got Lady J and Flint. Which we are having a we which we're gonna have very soon posted up on our YouTube channel. Did a review on that, and I gotta say, Lady J is amazing. It's a great figure. They did a lot of um, great things with that figure, including bicep swivel, butterfly joint, and, and you know I'll I don't want to get into it too much because we're gonna have our review up and then people can check that out on the YouTube channel at Astonishing News and Reviews, but. Um, early indication she's up for figure of the year award for me oh wow you know okay. she's yeah she's she's there in my contender list don't know if she's gonna win it or not but she's a contender so i have to put her there. i got the hulk i got her and i got dr fate mezco as my three so far this year as contenders and i'm sure there's gonna be many more you should you should keep the uh keep the rest hush hush so you can make a video oh yeah yeah i'll definitely um We'll definitely do it at the end of the year video where we're all going to vote. We're all going to see the figures in the office and then we're all going to vote on it. And the winner will be announced as the figure of the year. I think that's going to be fun. There's going to be five of us voting. So 
it's gonna be fun we'll have criterias too so yeah that that's uh, i got that and then i got modok i mean speaking of contender of the year here's another one you know like i mean oh i forgot i got him too he's cool hey oh he's amazing you know i ended up getting two of them i just wanted one in the box because the box looks so cool too right but uh yeah no he uh, we did a review on him too so he's gonna follow right after gi joe probably get dropped couple of days later so yeah a lot of content on our youtube channel for anybody's not that's not subscribed to our youtube channel go in there and subscribe and not miss out on the stuff that we're going to be reviewing we got a ton of things that we're going to review but yeah modok is fun 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 beautifully painted great paint job uh, attention to detail limited articulation as expected but still when there is articulation they did a good job with it yeah um it uh, we compared it with the old uh, modok we had that in in the review as well and this guy is a lot beefier and really, really great. So, yeah, that's a that's another great figure. Um, in terms of what I watched, uh, well, I, you know, we're going to talk about Jupiter's Legacy, but uh, I didn't really watch anything else, sort of, because I wanted to kind of really focus on watching this show and take notes and, you know, kind of understand the show and its premise and all everything encompassing it. So I guess we'll uh, start off with that since we're <laughs> talking about it right now. We'll start off with uh, Jupiter's Legacy, a Netflix original and dropped on Friday. What did you, like, I mean, how can I word this for you? Like, <laughs> going going into this, you know, were you expecting a lot? I mean, who's that? What is the main guy's name? Josh, um, is it Dumo? Oh, or something uh, like that. His name, Dumel. Yeah, Dumel, something like that. Yeah. Well, I, I like him as a like an actor. He, he, you know, he shows up here and there. I remember him from Transformers uh, with Michael Bay, the very first one. Yeah. I I thought he did a good job. Him and Tyrese had a good, you know, like sort of chemistry. But um, yeah, I mean, what did you think that like, going into it? Were, are you have you read the books at all or no, not just, at all. Like, you know, um, but I'm going to okay. now. I'm going to, I'm going to, it, yeah. it motivated me to go check them out. So I will be doing yeah, that. Uh, yeah. Likewise with me too. What did you think of the show? And you know, like we're going to obviously spoil it for you guys. So anybody who hasn't watched it, maybe you should just turn, press pause on this podcast and go watch the show or not. And just listen to our take after or right now, whatever you want to do, but we are going to spoil some of the plot lines uh, of this show. So, yeah, okay, so, you know, you watched all of it, right? Yeah, I did. What did you think of it? Um, There was enough mystery to keep me intrigued. So, like Elvin said, there's spoilers, so we'll give a little backstory on the plot. It's present day, and there is basically a version, I don't like to call them the Justice League, but it's the easiest way to describe them. It's a superhero force that's protecting the present day. And the Utopian, who's basically Superman, is their leader. And he has a, uh, a set of rules. You don't kill and you don't try to rule. You just stay out of, out of human affairs, but you protect them. And he's trying to uphold yeah. these values to the younger generation and to his partners. And then you have very... I don't want to call it cheap because they, I know they did this on purpose. You know how the costumes look kind of corny and kind of cheap. Well, you, you thought, but did you, 
Uh, you thought the costumes were corny? I thought they were pretty cool. No, I like them. I like them a lot. I thought they captured... Well, not all like... of them. Like, so, some some of them were pretty bad, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, like, <laughs> if there was a, like, everyday person dressed up as a superhero who had the ability to make a decent superhero costume, I envision it like this. Like, I don't think it would look like a Marvel superhero costume from the yeah, movies. true. Not, not a, a $13,000 suit. It would look like this. And they did a decent job. Um... So what ends up happening is you have the original, the original core crew and their children are trying to like learn to take over the mantles. They're part of the team, but like a subdivision of them. And you have the Utonian or sorry, Utopian and Lady Liberty. They have kids of their own. And it's interesting because one of them idolizes their dad so much. He's trying to be the next Utopian. He's trying to live by his dad's like morals and then there's chloe who just does not care about being a superhero at all like she's unfortunately uh, she, like yeah. <laughs> she's unmasked she drove me nuts she's a hot she mess drove me nuts in the... <laughs> but long yeah, story she... short the son ends up killing a supervillain in the line of defense he doesn't do it out of anger he yeah. had to do it to protect the others he had to do it to protect his friends and his family and eventually the city that this dude would probably go and try to destroy. And that sets the dad off. Yeah. Like his dad is so invested in this core value that he is totally disgusted at his son for killing in self-defense. And that sparks you know, the... Oh, that, well, that kind of bothered me. That like, really bothered me. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, this guy needs to like chill. The dad needs to chill here a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey, listen, t- take it easy there, buddy. Like you got your son who's trying to live up to your image and he went and just saved you, your wife and your friends from dying. Maybe back off a little bit and just not a be tad. that harsh. Yeah. Just a tad. Like you don't need to go and, you know, pummel them into the ground, you know, metaphorically speaking with negativity and, and to say to him that oh you're a terrible you know like you didn't listen to my code like i'm just sitting there going screw your code dude like he, he's he's trying to save lives like have some sympathy here like have some empathy yeah, like, <laughs> and it's kind of it's kind of really weird because if this evil baddie is that powerful what jail cell is going to really hold this guy he fought so, on about eight of them at the same time just to put that into perspective yeah. Like you need to kill this type of person. Yeah. You know, this is this is something that needs to die. It's not gonna be resur- you're not gonna take it and do some psych evaluations and bring it to the good side. This person or whatever it is needs to die because it's not gonna help humanity be sitting in jail. And if it's that powerful, it's gonna blow the jail into, you know, smithereens. So I don't understand that issue there. If they were trying to convey the code of his way this villain wasn't the one they should have used. They should have used a weaker villain, like, you know, a, a la Joker-esque type of yeah. villain, right? But I like that they like... used this guy because it led to the general public being like, okay, well, your son saved us all, so chill out, maybe. Like, the public was basically talking <laughs> like you and me. And I was yeah, like, thank yeah. you. Just thank you so much. <laughs> it bothered me so much. I was like, shut up with your code. You know, like, and this yeah. is coming from someone who's a Superman fan, so which I'm used you know, to. Like... I'm used to like <laughs> Superman lecturing people. Like he'll he will yeah, level yeah. a city, fighting Brainiac and fighting like everyone. <laughs> he will just destroy a city and be like, "We did it. We did it without taking a life." 
Yeah, but you caused like 70 billion in collateral damage and 13,000 lives lost, but okay. And they always do that thing not, where they're like... It was, it was, <laughs> but it was not... It, it was indirect, okay, dude? It wasn't direct, okay? And they always do that thing where it's like, there's always, there's always another way. I'm like, yeah, then you do it, sir. <laughs> oh, I forgot. You were face down in the dirt because you just got stomped. And then you had to let your kid take over. <laughs> uh, all, right, all right, okay. So... What did you like? This is this reminded me of Arrow with a lot of flashbacks, right? I yeah, mean, I did not care for the Arrow flashbacks. I understand what their purpose was to try to fill in the the history of Arrow and how it all came together, but after a while, the Arrow flashbacks just really were nauseating to me. I just couldn't stand it. Where the point was, I would just forward through that part to back to present day. But what did you think of the flashback story? Um, did you find it interesting, compelling? So to like touch up on that, the flashbacks for all you listeners is was a way to show you how they got their powers, basically. But it yes. took like five episodes before it got to an oh. entertaining part. So it yeah. was it was um, Sheldon, the Utopian. He was rambling like a madman for like five, like flashback episodes, yeah. and just scribbling on paper coordinates on like this this island. And I was so, like, just fed up with that. It kept me intrigued because, like, this is going to pay off, obviously. This is going to be how they get their powers. But, like... Oh, I... Honestly, like, I was sitting there going, this better pay off or I'm turning this off. <laughs> like, and I'm never talking about this again. <laughs> it also made it hard to follow because it would... It was... it was Okay, that's not fair. It was easy to follow the show. But it was hard for me to tell you what happened episode by episode. Like... If you ask me what happened in episode four, I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you because they jumped back and forth like and 30 times. That, that's in this, that's where it lies the problem here with the show. It's too much going back and forth. What they should have done was dedicated a whole episode to the past, right? And then go to the present and then maybe go to the past again later on, not continuously back and forth throughout one episode because... Yeah. I, I don't know about you, but for me, like when they do something like that, I don't feel the momentum. I, it, I, I hate breakups of a, of a, of a storyline, right? I like it if it serves a purpose, but it felt like filler episode. But instead of just one dedicated filler episode, they chopped it up into like 10 minute segments and sprinkled it throughout the season. So you have, yeah, you have this whole, oh, his son killed someone. What's his dad going to think? Well, you'll find out next episode because we're going to show you him in 1932 rambling like a crazy person instead. I was like, okay, okay, well. <laughs> there was a lot of there was a lot of things they should have taken out because it was like you said filler parts. There was a lot of things I could have done without. For example, like him sitting there in his room crying by the fireplace. Like how many times did we see him like complaining and then his friend comes in there and they talk him. for like yeah, like cures him with one little simple, you know, conversation, and then you know, uh, do we need to see his dad like, you know, every two seconds in the background? With some, yeah, that guy, that got kind of old. Yeah, it, like we get it that you can see your dad and it's haunting you. We get it. We don't need to see this pudgy makeup on his yeah. face that doesn't look realistic at all. See, and this sounds confusing um, to listeners. I bet you 100%. And we're not yeah, telling yeah. it in any out of order. This is just the order yeah. it's happening in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is what you're going to get. So, you strap in. Um what what did you 
what do you think of the chemistry between like we already talked about the 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 one kid that wants to look up to the father yeah let's talk about the other kid the problem child oh chloe uh, yeah I'll, I'll give you my i'll give my take after you finish yours uh what do you think of that character developing throughout the show okay my issue with her and this show as a whole is they try to keep it grounded and realistic like if you have superheroes they have to abide by a law they don't really have secret identities like they're just basically police and they've told the general public this is us we're not going to interfere with your politics blah 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 but then you have chloe who is basically supergirl who likes to get drunk and high and cause a ruckus whenever she feels like and i saw no repercussions at all she did not get in trouble once. Her dad gave her a stern talking to. But you're telling me in this down-to-earth, real-world type show, she could just go out and... I'm so glad you mentioned that because I... <laughs> like, I are you kidding I me? Take, but you go, go ahead and finish your take and then I'll... I mean, that's that. basically yeah. it. But you don't see any... She doesn't pay a price for her actions. Like she she cries sometimes. Her friends tell her off sometimes. Her friends are just as bad as her. They're just sometimes like they. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's a weird situation. It, it reminds me of like it reminds me of the royal family or the Trump family, where they could pretty much do whatever they want and they'll get away with it. You know, like. But it's even more something. weird because the dad doesn't seem like the type who stands for that stuff. Because his son did that's, one thing wrong and he chewed him out for like, he grounded him for like yeah, a like, month. That's what I was trying to get at. Is yeah. like the son got in trouble, basically ridiculed and punished and embarrassed because he was saving lives. But here's her daughter getting coked up, right? Having parties, beating up people. But you know what? She gets a pass. The mom comes by, says, hey, I love you. You know, you're an adult now. I just want nothing but the best for you. Your daughter is getting coked up and you know it. Yeah. Like, it's not like a big news here. She's an alcoholic. And it's okay. Because she's, you know, what? Special? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's it just such a weird thing. Like, the father obviously knows that the daughter's up to him Because he's Superman. He, um, yeah. he should be able to figure this out. Unless, you know, like... He, doesn't, he knows. He 100% are... knows. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't understand. Like, where's her repercussions? Where's her... You know, like, hey, you need to go and get rehab. Like, we need to take you this. Like, why are they covering her and letting her do whatever she wants? They don't even bring it up. That's just the part that annoyed me. Like, she even showed, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's, it's a... I don't even know why this character is even existing in the storyline. Just does nothing for me in the storyline. All it does is irritate me, all right? Because I don't care for her parting. I don't care. I, I understand they're trying to show a character because i think the long term is to have them sort of have a payoff with yeah. this character like I'm she's got to do something like redemption or something right i get yeah. it but i i don't know i don't know like i just don't think it's executed properly because the whole time when they go to her story i was like i could care less about this character's story well i don't care for <laughs> like i feel the exact same way like i can't I don't know, man. Like, anytime she showed up on screen, I was kind of bothered by her. She didn't do anything redeeming. Like, there's and not one moment where... Into yeah. acting. Like, I haven't, I haven't seen her act anywhere else. But, you know, it's not her... Like, she's getting a script. She's doing her best. She did a good job acting out 
our script, right? It's not like I don't like the character or the person. It just, I don't think this character needs to be in this storyline. There's so much things, there's so many other things going on that this is sort of like a bot, like annoying. It's getting in the way of what I really want to know about this story. Unless I mean, like, because there's volume two. So unless the comic does something with her, like maybe in the long run, she ends up being the final piece. Like she cleans her act up and blah, blah, blah. While everyone's, I don't know. Like she, she's got to be important. Otherwise she's a waste of a character, like you're saying. And yeah, I, yeah, I hope exactly. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt here. I hope, yeah. <laughs> I hope to Jesus that <laughs> I don't like, I'm a newcomer like, honestly, people. So don't judge us too harshly. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, like, if you read it and you're a fan of this, you know, excuse us for our ignorance. But I mean, honestly, like, if I'm if you're trying to attract new people to watch the show, you should have kind of chilled off with the Chloe character. Maybe have a sprinkled in here and there in the background, but not devote, you know, a lot of minutes every episode to her, you know, her teenage or young adult issues. Because I don't care for this thing. Like, what are we trying to accomplish here? Um, but you know, she does hang out with the uh, the weekend wannabe guy. Oh, Hutch! I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> you know, the the singer weekend. He looks yeah. like the weekend. <laughs> Hutch. <laughs> the weekend wanna weekend wannabe guy. I call him. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's so he's got a pretty interesting uh, staff there in his hand. So oh, the the power like rod it, or whatever he calls it. It looks like he sc- uh, he stole that scroll from Kung Fu Panda. So, right. yeah, so like for the <laughs> listeners here, basically, he is also the child of one of the supers, but he's the only one who didn't get powers. Instead, he has this power rod he, that teleports. He got a rod. Yeah. You got a rod. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you got you got the short end of the stick here. No pun intended. Literally. But then yeah. he does <laughs> he does some cool stuff with it. He does some cool stuff with it. So I was like, OK, fine. I forgive you. He's the brains of the operation. He has to be because everyone else on the planet has powers except him, apparently. So he uses yeah, his the feet. Olympic baton. He yeah. got the Olympic baton. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, okay, so wh- what do you think of um, how they, like, they didn't even tell us how they got their powers. They just started floating. They, well, they went to this island, which was in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And they went inside the island. The island obviously took lives of people that aren't worthy, I'm assuming. But all we got is, like, them, them coming back to the boat in the air with all these powers. I guess it blessed them. I don't know. Like I don't even understand. Like I don't even know why it's called Jupiter's Legacy. Well, like for me, I took that as like Jupiter is Zeus in another like. So I took that as like them being the new pantheon of new age gods. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's. I didn't look at it that way. But it doesn't yeah. really tell them what they're supposed to do with their powers. It just drove one of them crazy until he found the strength to make it to this island. And then they still have to trek through the island, this crazy island, and then figure out all these puzzles. If he just chose not to do it, he would have just remained crazy. So it's not fair. Like, they didn't ask him, do you want this power? Okay, you have to do this. Like, okay, we're going to make you crazy. If you don't do these trials, you're going to remain crazy. The end. So, so I don't know. Yeah. The other thing the other thing I found really perplexing, and maybe you can shed some light on this, but if they got their powers from this place, and then they had offsprings that got power, how do you explain all the other superheroes that are not even related to these guys? Yeah, I have no powers? idea. 
like that one gentleman that was dating Chloe, who had the ability to slow time down. Yeah, there seems right? to be a lot of supers. Is he related to some of these guys? Like, I mean, I don't understand. And where do the bad guys come from? Yeah. Like, where do, the, where do these super bad guys come? Did they visit the island prior to them? Like, there's no explanation of how this whole ecosystem is working. Right? I, I, I don't understand. And this is, this is where it's frustrating is you're not explaining to me how this world developed, like, of these people in there. You told me about a certain group. Fine, that's great. And you told them told us that they have offsprings. But then what about all these other people? Did they go to the island where, where there's a... After they came back, was there an influx of other people trekking to that place because they found out that these guys went there? Like, none of that was explained. And it just, I found that weird. Like, how do they attain their powers, right? Mm-hmm. So none of that was explained. Did you find that weird? Like, I mean... Well, it came to mind that... because I just had to, like... This is very bad when it comes to writing. But if your viewer or reader has to come up with their own headcanon to make sense of a situation, that's not good. So I no, was basically, <laughs> I was just like, okay, they are a subgroup of super powered people. That's how they got their powers. And then everyone else got their powers either through magic or radiation or like, I don't know. I treat it as like Superman and Shazam, two super powered people, different origin stories. But you know how each of them got it. Here it's just that's like, okay, the, we're gonna focus. Issue, yeah. We're gonna focus our attention on these guys and their lore and how they got their powers. And then there'll be some other superpowered people. Okay, but season like where did they come from? <laughs> like like you said, like this is an issue for me. Like season two, maybe they have some evil experimental government project going on. But I mean, if you're a show that's just new, like they have no following. They have very little following probably, but Nobody saw this show coming. It wasn't like, oh my god, they're making that show from this novel? No, none of that. Like, nobody knew about this. I personally didn't know about this until two months ago. Yeah. Right? I mean, so the thing is, like, if you're going to have this show come out, and if you're a Netflix original, I mean, Netflix is probably going to go to the writers and the director and say, hey, listen, we have to hit it with the bang because we want season two. And if we don't do a good job, there won't be no season two. So, honestly, like, I don't think they did. A, they didn't do a good job at all with this show. I I think it's satisfactory at best. It was a great way to binge something, but it wasn't compelling. It's not something that I'm looking forward to season two on. I could care less if it dies in the in the woods. Oh really? Me, like it, it, Yeah. I, I honestly like. I have. I don't know. I have no attachments. My opinion on the show is like, hey, listen. It started off intriguing. But then in the middle there, it just lost me. Like, I, I wasn't even paying attention. I, I rather, like, just, like, open up some box of toys and have it in the background kind of thing. It wasn't really compelling. Near the end, where they're trying to explain how they got their powers, they got my interest back. But then it just fizzled out again because, like, okay, they got their powers, but you didn't tell me how they got their powers. And, you know, the very, very ending where the brother does the 180 on him, he'll turn and you know we find out that he was him that was plotting all this stuff but why i, I don't understand what what was he what was he plotting it for like what does he attain from his brother dying like is there a reason like aside from being jealous was there any other motivation i don't know maybe he hates Did the you... whole code I'm, I'm definitely gonna read the book and see like if this followed the book to a t then i can't blame them like okay fair enough it, it, I, I swear to God, if I hear the code again, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, this 
this this guy turning heel on his family for the code is going to be the end of my participation. Well, you saw what he did to his daughter, so it's got to be big. Unless it's like he just truly wanted to lord over the There's public. There's got to be something. Maybe, maybe he's jealous of the brother getting the ultimate power, but... Still, he, their powers are all pretty maybe, good. Like, yeah, <laughs> sorry, you didn't get you didn't get a fraction of a difference in power, so you're that jealous. Like, I don't know. They all seem to be pretty well off. And what's with the dude with the, in the wheelchair? Like, what happened to him? How did yeah, he get into a wheelchair? I don't know. Unless it was um, what was his name, Silver Fox or something? Yeah, George. I actually, I, I actually did like that character. The I liked him a lot. That Matt Lattner. Yeah, he did a. He, yeah, he did a good job. I I definitely oh, liked him as uh, the actor. Oh, Skyfox. Like, yeah, no, like, yeah. Honestly, like this uh, show did very little for me, and I, I wanted to get it, your take on this whole, you know, influx of superhero shows coming out of nowhere. And like, since January, we've got WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Invincible, Jupiter, and we got a slew like Loki's coming up. We've got Marvel movies coming. We've got DC Snyder Cut. Uh, nobody wants to talk about that anymore, but I just want to bring it up because it came out this year. Um, or not well, relatively within the last six months. But we've got an influx of, of shows, like even the new uh, Superman and Lois, which I you know, I, I think is a good show. It's on hiatus right now to allow Supergirl to sort of finish off her... Oh, really? You know, lackluster. Yeah, it's there. They had a scheduling... Uh, sorry, filming issues... Because of COVID, they had to postpone some of the episodes. Okay. So I was giving meantime, it a try. I liked it. Yeah, I, I th- it's a good show. It's a different take on Superman, and it's more about her his family situation than himself, which is pretty cool. And uh, the budget is actually a lot bigger than Flash and Arrow, so they can do some cool effects and stuff. But you know, going back to the superhero influx in the last six months, are we? Or do you think this show showed up at the wrong time? Uh, For most people, yes. I might be the only person on the planet who doesn't think superhero movies cause oversaturation. Like, I like superpowers. I like the action. And I think as long as each version is different in some way, like, Invincible isn't the same as your average Marvel movie because it's animated and it has the gore. This is different because it's supposed to be grounded. But at the end of the day, they're all superhero movies and shows. So I can see why people would get tired of this. Like I said, I'm the exception. Like you throw a Hulk on on the TV screen and I'll watch it. Whatever. Game over. (laughs) I'm with you with uh, there's not enough. But I'm also also in terms of... um, I mean, like I said, I'm not not against having a lot of content to watch. It gives us something to talk about, right? What what I think is timing is important. It I is. Think, I I think they weren't like people weren't anticipating Invincible to be that big, and this show sort of showed up at the tail end of this ride of people. People there's people discovering about Invincible right now and going, oh my god, like oh my god, that's all you're here from people who watch this show, you know, or who I've recommended to watch, and they come back to me and say this show is insane. Yeah. I, I feel that this show showed up with not enough uh, advertising. They didn't yeah. pump the show up. They didn't pump the show up. They didn't give it a chance. I th- Maybe they were afraid 
because it's some it's a superhero show they were afraid that if they pumped it up and it didn't do well they would have egg on their face because they were going up against Disney Plus series right now right but you know what I what I I don't know like understand like why bring it here in May when you have all these other shows like Disney's hitting full stride right now in May I think this show would have been better suited to start at the beginning of the year instead of near the middle of the year because at the beginning of the year a lot of people are you know it's new to the year there's new stuff to think about I think it would have been a good place to slot this show in there this show was actually filmed in Toronto and I think it was already done like almost a year ago I definitely would have put it at the start of the year like you suggested yeah because pre this was almost done pre-covid so it wasn't like something was rushed in now it was actually wrapped up a while back so I think it would have been much better to have this show start the month of January rather than in May with all the other influx of shows already in full swing, you know, and people would have been able to put eyeballs to the show because there wasn't much going on because not everybody watches a show right off the bat when it launches. Some people wait till all the episodes are showed up. So they binge watch it. For example, the Disney shows, a lot of people don't want to wait week to week to watch the episodes. They'll wait till it's all out and then watch it all. And that's where I think the problem is, is these people were waiting for these shows to sh- have their all the episodes on and they're watching it now, but nobody's watching this show. So that's, I mean, that's my theory because I'm not hearing much about the show from a lot of people aren't even online chatter. No, it's I have to go look for it. I have to go ask people, Hey, yeah. did you watch Jupiter's legacy? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I, if I mentioned that to somebody, did you watch Jupiter's legacy? They're like, what is that? An astronomy show? Or like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> right. Nobody knows. So, and it, it took me like a, a day or two to like kind of figure out the name Jupiter's Legacy. I kept calling Jupiter's Project. I don't know why. Yeah, I called it, and I just finally... typed in Jupiter and I was just hoping for the best shooting in the air. <laughs> Jupiter's Legends. So, Here we go. <laughs> do, you, do you recommend this? I, I can't, not because it's bad, but because it's so different Ooh, wow. that. What would you, what would you get around 10? Like, I, I like it. I, I would. I don't hate it. I give it a seven, mainly because of the like rambling guy and the filler episodes took me out of it. But I, I, I yeah. do not. I don't want to stress this enough. Like I do not hate the show. It's just recommending it to someone after two episodes. Like, why did you do that to me? Like, what is this? I'm like, well, stick with it. I'm like, okay, why? Because there's a twist at the ending. Like, the, the twist better be good. Like, there's there's enough good stuff to keep me interested. But is that enough mm-hmm. to sell the show to someone else? So I don't know. It's it's hard, you know. I honestly, I I agree with you I, with all the what you said. I would give it six out of ten. Um, um, that's a six generous points out of ten. I was gonna go to five, but the only reason I didn't go to five is I do like some of the the actors in there, some of the characters in there, like and we mentioned, like what's his name, Sky Fox. Oh yeah, um, Matt Lanter. I, He's cool. I yeah, like so him. I, I I liked him and those kind of you know unknown actors getting their chance makes me happy because I will love I love to see new people getting a chance and becoming big and getting their you know their deserving of what you know what they've worked hard for some of these people for over a year or years of trying to get into Hollywood. So I applaud these young people that are trying to They get always end up in like 90210 or Gossip Girl. I can't even remember which one he's on because he looks like <laughs> yeah. someone else in that show. But they just like they're on the cusp 
of being super famous, yes. but they can't yeah. get out of that CW. Oh, <laughs> you know, CW is a trap. It's a CW trap. or like <laughs> it's a trap. Get oh. out of there. Tom Tom Welling knows that all too well. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, six out of ten. Um, it's a Netflix show, so you don't have to wait. Thank God, every week that would be the worst. Um, you can just binge it all at once. Um, yeah, I just you know if you're not you know don't have a whole lot of things to do on the weekend just put that on and you know maybe watch that and who knows i mean some people might like it more than us which is probably going to be the case because we're pretty uh well i am i like to criticize a lot you're more of like relaxed you kind of i'm doctor doc neutral i'm gonna read it and i'll report back you are spock right so you are (laughs) spock so you you're you know live long and prosper i am captain hard ass kirk so yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, six out of ten, Netflix show, check it out. You know, binge watching. You know, why don't you guys let us know what you guys think? Give us your uh, rating out of ten on our Instagram. Uh, send us that under our uh, Jupiter Legacy posting. Let us know what you guys think. We would love to hear that from you guys. All right, okay, let's get on to our new uh, other topic. Uh, our second topic is Dragon Ball GT from SH Figure Arts. Now, SH Figure Arts has the license for Dragon Ball for quite some time and um, they did nothing with the GT line until recently where they started showing us the Goku. Is it Goku Day or Goku Week? It was Goku Day yesterday. So happy belated Goku Day. Yes, Goku. One of the coolest superhero slash good guys. A lot of people don't like Goku, but uh, yeah, screw those people. I don't care. I love Goku. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, like you know, there's, there's some people that I've they've actually come on, like on YouTube, like some reviewers said, oh they don't like Goku. I was like, oh whatever, what like, you don't like him, that's too bad. Maybe just jealous, because he's super cool, and he loves sushi and loves to eat ramen. So yeah, I mean, why not? So Goku, we get Dragon Ball GT. Goku, are you a fan of GT? Um, some things, other things not so much. Overall, it was an afterthought. It was the sort of a, a, a alternative universe to me. What? Yeah. When yeah. I talk about Dragon Ball, I go to Z. I mm-hmm. reference some Dragon yep. Ball stuff. I reference maybe some Super stuff. Like, oh, they did this. They changed this in Super, and this is different than Z. But I never thought, hey, remember that time in GT? No, I never find myself talking about that kind of stuff with anyone. So, honestly, um, it's hard to compete with Z. Yeah. Um, it's it's the it was you know what it, they were basically going up a Goliath of a show, and you know I commend them for trying something like GT where they're trying to make it, um, give it back that roots with the tail and all that on the hair, being black and all that. I get that they were trying their best to give some sort of homage to the, you know their race, but you know they came off. One of the arguably one of the most popular TV shows of all time in animation world. I mean, what it was it like over four hundred episodes, mm. right? It was unreal, and the legacy it has, the character developments that it has there. I mean, God's sake, Vegeta was an evil villain, and at the end of it all, became one of the most popular characters of all time, next to Goku, right? So there was such a huge character development. There were characters that were born in that show. Right, you there was an arc of growth 
of characters age in that, which is so different than a lot of shows where you don't yeah. see that. So, you know, to go up against that, it had no chance. Did it hold? Did it hold its own? Yeah, it did because it gave people who were fans of Dragon Ball a chance to see or extend their love of it on TV. So, it was sort of like a, a alternative universe. Like I said, it was sort of like a bonus footage for fans to just kind of enjoy, right? And it didn't last that long, and it, it was obviously it was expected not to last that long. I didn't. I didn't. When I first heard about it, I'm like, this is not gonna last that long. But I'm intrigued. Did you um, what did you like the characters in GT? Did you like the look of the characters in GT? So what I, I'll I'll give my impressions here. So what I did like, like now that I'm older, I actually like the fact Goten and Trunks were teenagers. I appreciate that more. Yeah. After watching Super, it's that growth. I'm like, why do it's you guys growth, look five yeah. still? Like you guys are like 13 and 14 now. Why do you still look seven and eight? Like the the age Trunks is in Super is how old he was in the like the future special where he's with Gohan fighting the androids yeah. and he looked like an actual teenager. Like you're supposed to look like that. So I appreciate yeah. GT for for taking some risks and making characters older than they should have been. And I don't know. Like that's where I <laughs> introducing Oob, I guess. Like I'm struggling to find things to promote this show with. Because while I raised some good points, it also raised a lot of unpopular <laughs> situations as well. Yeah. I, I think the best way to do it is to say it's an alternative timeline. Yeah. Right? It's just the best way to describe the show. And it also doesn't offend people who are hardcore fanatics of Z and, you know, who are fans of ma- maintaining that legacy. Yeah. Right? There's some people that I've, you know, come across who refuse to even talk about GT. That was just shouting on canon over and over and over. Yeah. I'm the, like, okay. Like, yeah, that was that was a, that was an American hot mess made to appease some of these American fans. It has nothing to do with the Asian community because let's be honest here, the vast majority of fans are from Asia, right? Um, whether it be from Japan to China to Taiwan thailand india the vast majority of fans are asian based because the show was massive in asia right so and it still is i mean during the olympics they were they wanted a goku character as a mascot right did Mm -hmm. they even i don't know did they have it i think they are gonna do it a goku as a mascot oh i don't know i didn't know that i'll have to look it up yeah 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 definitely i heard about that they were gonna do goku as one of the olympic mascots so yeah interesting so what what do you take on this GT character? They're you know they showed Goku they're gonna build. So Super um, Saiyan four, yeah, okay, here we go. Super Saiyan four, but uh, they didn't even give us some of the other characters from you know all these other uh, super series. They I think well they're running out of ideas. They want to circle back into bringing some more characters up, but they're all over the place. They are. Figure. They can't decide. They can't finish a line before they jump into another line. They do this all the time, even with Marvel and DC characters, Star Wars characters. They just jump all over the place. They won't finish either a movie of figures or uh, a series of figures, and they'll just go right into something else. And it's incredibly frustrating as a collector. For example, a Street Fighter line. They haven't finished that line, or nobody even knows what they're doing with that line. And they don't talk about any upcoming future, uh, figures, nothing. It's just dead in the waters right now. Like they'll release one or two of those characters, that's it, and not talk about it for over a year. And 
I don't know, like GT, it's nice that you're talking about it and it's cool. I'm going to get those figures. But you haven't finished the Super Series here. There's some characters there need to be filled in. And are we going to get these characters? Like, what's going to happen here? What well, are your thoughts on them jumping all over the place? Well, Super Saiyan 4 Goku was shown in 2015. And what is it? 2021? Like, why Why did it take that long? Where's Champa? Exactly. If there is even a Champa, like you got Beerus. Like, why did it take so long to finish the Ginyu Force? Like, yeah, how long did that take? Like, honestly, if you're not a huge fan of Ginyu Force, you probably don't care for those figures. Yeah, but don't because release they're... half of a, like, team. Like, that's just silly to me. That's yeah. nonsensical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just um, it's really strange how their scheduling is for figures. I mean, I, I don't know what and how they decide because it doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah. Because if you look at other companies, they finish the line off and then start something new. But with SH Figure Arts, maybe they just have too many licenses. Who knows? They're just they're all over the place. They don't know what they're doing. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they yeah. should reduce their licensing. Get rid of some of the stuff that they can't regularly pump out so they can focus on the ones they are making money off and give it the proper attention it deserves. Yeah. No, I agree. Like I can't like there's yeah. normally there's some back and forth, but I can't dispute any of that what you said. <laughs> is 100 yeah, percent uh, how it should be done well let's see what they um you know what they do with this uh dragon ball gt line I'm it wouldn't I will be... it wouldn't be so bad if they didn't show prototypes that are like 10 years old now i, I think they are i think they're gonna be doing it probably soon because they got their yeah annual but like I, like i said like right? in 2015 they showed off these guys and then they just yeah, never talk about them. And then here they six are. Six hey. years later. <laughs> six years like, later. Come on. Come on, guys. Like the technology to build these figures have changed already. Right? Yeah, the if you... process, all of that has changed in six years. They actually have a side-by-side comparison of the 2015 version of Super Saiyan 4 Goku and the one they're releasing to the general public in October. And they look so different. This one looks better by far, but... Yeah, that, thanks for reminding me of that one. So, yeah, that's one of those ones I shelled out a pretty penny for. Yeah. Cause, uh, but hey, what are you going to do, right? That's the name of the game, right? You want it, you go pay for it, and uh, you get sometimes you'll get an updated version. Yeah. But hey, I'll take the updated version uh, happily. I, you know, anytime you can improve on your collection, I don't, I'm not bitter about it at all. I welcome it because then I could look at the old one and look at the new one and compare it and say, huh, okay. This is what I have to look forward to with this line, and hopefully they continue the trend, right? Yeah. I mean, it'd be pretty good if they stopped making Super Saiyan Goku as well and just started focusing on oh, other you characters. Know, you know they're never going to do that. It's, it's, <laughs> just like just version get... version 8.9 <laughs> with that they extra bang. 20 versions. They have 20 versions lined up probably. Oh, man. And they're like, okay, every year let's pump this guy out because there's some kid around the world just discovering Goku and he wants it or she wants it. It's like, I like that body. Can we head swap? Nope. No, you can't. We use a different peg. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess I'll see myself out. What I'm what I'm interested in, in them doing is creating more female figures or producing more female figures. Uh-huh. Like um, those characters from Super. Right? So I forgot their names now. It escapes me. It would be cool. Like they, they want another android like in her tracksuit. I don't know why. I mean that was pretty yeah. like that was a pretty boring outfit, but I thought it was cool. I'm surprised yeah, yeah, they released definitely. um the Android from the video game. 
that the one who looks like Majin Buu and Cell, the one who just has all their cells in her body. So they're capable. Yeah. Like, it's funny how fast they pumped her out. Meanwhile, you get Z characters who they don't have yet. But for her, like, oh, this game's coming out. Let's just release her. Like, wow, you guys did that pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's just like right away, bam. Let's so they're capable. Characters They've shown they're capable of releasing figures at like super speed if they want. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, SH figures. I don't know. I, I don't get them, mm. honestly. I, but hey, they're bringing us GT4 figures. Let's be happy and be content do you like, with getting some new. Do you like Super Saiyan 4? Do you like the look of him? Just out of curiosity. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Okay. I, I, do I, if I was to pick out of all their looks, where would that rank? Yeah. Probably near the bottom. Do you, I, do you like Super Saiyan God more than him? Oh, that's a, yeah. I I do like the red hair more. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I yes, used to hate Super Saiyan Four, but then in my mind now he's grown on me, and I was like, you could have used Super Saiyan Four as the God version, because he he looks like a bestial form of what a Saiyan God in my mind would look like. But he, the reason why I'm not a huge fan of Super Saiyan Four is because I really liked Super Saiyan Three look. Mm-hmm. They didn't and use they him that well. That, they scrapped that real fast. Yeah. And that bothered me because I liked that over... It reminded me of an 80s rocker gone mad, right? Like over I hair, like the brow. hair looking. Yeah, I like the like the brow, mullet. like no no eyebrows that like protruding yeah, eyebrows. He looked like, yeah, he looked like just intense. Yeah, over the top and then electricity all over him, around him. And oh, I love that effect. It. Yeah, and then they just scrapped it. And then yeah. they put four and then... That's where my bad taste for four came because I'm like, wait, what? How is this any way or near cooler than three? Like three was so cool, and then you just got rid of it and made this number four. No way, should it? This should this doesn't look like a number four power up, right? Yeah, he looks so different but, that I didn't even like consider him a Super Saiyan originally. He yeah, was just, just something like, else. <laughs> so yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, I would take God over the four. Okay. If four four would rank right after normal Goku. That's for me. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, that's where I would rank it in my list. That yeah, that's number yeah, number two, probably on my bottom of the depth charts. Where would you rank him? I don't know anymore. I appreciate him <laughs> for what he is. Ah uh, I like him more than red. Really? Red and you blue. Like it more than red, I, I didn't like the slender look of red, and I just didn't like how like, like what. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the blue. That's Are you? Uh, up there. Okay. That's number. That's number three on my list. When they do the hair, like you know how some figures do the hair blue and transparent with some like dry brushing or like a yeah. neon-y type blue. Like I like when they do that kind of stuff. But I've seen people just color in the hair like a flat blue color, and I'm like, well, that's pretty boring. Like he's supposed to look you godly. Those, you, you can get those aftermarket uh, head sculpts, right? From Demonical yeah. or so. What's it called? Demonical. I can't pronounce it. Yeah. Demonical, something like that. Yeah, you can get those aftermarket. Like I like those. Stuff. They look pretty cool. I don't even mind the uh, SH like ones that came out with them, but yeah. yeah, when they when they do like cool effects with the blue hair, I love it. Yeah, they grew definitely. on me. They always grew on me. I always hate them at first, and they grow on me. <laughs> 
All right. Well, well, we can't wait to get them. We'll probably get it in studio and do a review on it. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it's sure. this year, like they claim. Uh, 2024. We'll do. That. <laughs> so, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned, folks. 2024. I we promise. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, uh, that wraps up our GT talk here, and we will get into our final uh, take of tonight, which is the new Venom trailer let there be carnage dropped and d you're a huge fan of venom so take it away i love me some venom i have him tattooed on my body i loved him since the first moment i saw him i loved him when i saw him on fox kids and he was animated for the first time um (laughs) sure i don't know (laughs) like i don't hate it but i don't like it okay here's my thoughts so what I always liked about Venom is he always, like, the unison between Eddie Brock and him always seemed like a toxic relationship. It seemed like addiction and a toxic relationship rolled up into one. Eddie wasn't a good person. Like, just now, like, just recently, he's finally, like, he was a superhero in the past, like, he was an anti-hero. Just, just finally now, he's coming to good terms with people, like, in the comic book universe. Like, they've stopped viewing him as just a villain who needs to be locked up so he wasn't a good dude the movie bypassed all that and made it like a fun quirky like oh look at these two the odd couple and while i say this i do like their interactions like it it's funny it's amusing so while i would have preferred they went the whole tragic route i am fine accepting this new one um the trailer was kind of haphazard but i liked it overall it doesn't make me like the movie i just like the song choice i liked they fixed cletus cassidy's hair do you remember what his hair looked like before elvin spongebob i mean not spongebob uh, (laughs) oh ronald ronald mcdonald and sideshow bob like just that was just a wacky mess so i guess they took the feedback and gave him a little trim uh tried to find some easter egg. like i don't know man I, I'm, I'm trying to hold it in here while you're trying to pop <laughs> this trailer up like I, I tried to find easter eggs that felt like awesome and i was like meh there's the daily bugle what's interesting though is andy circus came out and he's like this is a standalone movie like i know you guys want this to be part of the mcu and the sonyverse i'm sorry this is just Venom. oh boy andy circus yeah okay well <laughs> let's hear it you that sigh i'm curious now what is what? Is, oh, what, what do you what do you have against them? For, 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 first of all, first of all, I'm a huge Andy Serkis fan. I love him in Planet of the Apes. He did a phenomenal job as Caesar, and you know Lord of the Rings, Gollum. He's a great. He won an award, you know, awards, and he's a fantastic visionary. This movie should be taken away from him real fast. He should never touch a superhero movie ever again in his life. Honest to God. I, I don't know what is happening here. This is just driving me nuts. Because like you, I'm a huge fan of Venom too. When I saw him pop up in the Spider-Man comics and movies and TV show, I was just like, what? Who? What? Who is this guy? Like, I, I didn't care for Spider-Man. Immediately put him to the side and said, that guy. More, more, please. More of this guy. Lots of them. I want shoes, shirts, everything of this guy. And I have like three Venom shirts at home. Like, from various you know different lines of uh illustration that people have made of him including the iconic black and white but it's just like 
are we doing a comedy show here? Are we are we doing a funny skit? If that's the that's what it, yeah. <laughs> If, if, if that's the direction, if you want to go, let me know. Let me know an uh, a version one, you know, of uh, the first movie. Let me know in the first movie that you do not want to take this seriously. You're just doing this as a standalone trilogy of fun entertainment. Turn off your brain and go watch it there. If that's the case, fine. I got nothing to say about that. I, I will not argue that. But don't add Spider-Man Daily Bugle. Easter eggs related to Spider-Man if you're not going to introduce Spider-Man down the road. Now, Andy Serkis might just say that just to throw people off. I get it. You know, he's not a, you know at liberty to say that because mm-hmm. it's not a decision that has been made yet. I get that. But why even say that in the beginning? Why even say this is not related in any way to Spider-Man? We're not doing a crossover. Just shut your mouth. Do your job. Do your movie. And be done with it. You know, I don't understand why you're trying to break the hearts of people who want to see them cross over. Now, there's a lot of fans that have been waiting for a long time to see Venom cross over with Spider-Man in a proper Marvel production with Sony, you know, together. And you're going to tell everybody before the movie even comes out that don't even bother, don't even fantasize about that because it's not going to happen. That's a terrible way to promote your movie and Venom. Because without Spider-Man, there is no Venom. That's what I like. I always liked Peter wearing the black costume before Eddie. Like I always absolutely, liked that. and that's what griped me the most when I saw this. I love the way Venom looks. I will not argue that he looks great. People will argue that I will not argue it because that's probably close to the best you can do what Venom looks like. How he interacts with his powers—that's a different story. But look-wise, they nailed it in my opinion of what I would see in a movie. It's not going to be perfect like a comic book, but that's what it is. It's a, it's a, not a comic book. It's a movie. So I love the, you know, the look of it. The the powers, how he stretches out like, you know, silly putty around his back. That's just annoying and pointless. I don't even know why they did that. But I don't understand why you could not wait and introduce Venom, spin off Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I don't know why Sony's so impatient in waiting and doing these things properly. They got Morbius already developing. Yeah. Why? It's Why weird too this? because they keep introducing characters from other franchises that should connect but don't. Like you have Morbius, but you have the picture of Spider-Man graffitied on the wall. But not only that, it looks like the game like it looked like a render from the video game. Like that image that was graffitied on the wall was a picture from the video game Spider-Man. So that's weird. And then you have Tombs, Adrian Tombs, the Vulture, showing up there as well, but they're not connected. Or are they? Like it's just like <laughs> you guys it's are just, just being confusing. Yeah, Sony, guys are being so Sony confusing. Is, Sony is what Fox was with the X Men. Right now, they've got this great franchise, and they don't know what to do with it. They have no sense of direction. They have nothing figured out. They're not even using Kevin Feige probably to get some advisory role. I mean, if I'm the head of Sony, I'm going, Kevin Feige did this for Disney. Let's bring this guy on and advise you. We are partnership with Marvel, so I'm sure they wouldn't mind at all. And you think Kevin Feige would deny that chance? Hell no. He will right away jump and say, anything you need from me, I'm there for you. Just give me a call. Yeah. Right? And I would pick his brains. Like, Andy Serkis should have went to Kevin Feige and picked his brain and brought in some of his talents that they have in Disney there and Marvel there to help him develop this Mar- uh, Venom universe and to make it right. 
because the first movie, I watched that first movie, and it was a nice introduction to who Venom was, but I was I left the movie theater going, they better nail part two because this does not look like it's going to make it into a Spider-Man universe because if part two fails, it's going to be like a reboot because people are not interested in this crossing over. It's barely hanging on. The version one barely got people's interest in it and if part two the way the trailer looks like with this joke i mean what's he supposed to be in the beginning like was he supposed to be a cook like is he making breakfast for you know eddie brock now like what is this yeah they kind of made um it's like he's hanging around with a toddler like they made this idiot you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of those you know those people that are born with their twin attached to them oh yeah conjoined twins it reminds me of that and it shouldn't remind me of that. Not that there's anything wrong with anyone with that issue. What I'm saying is it shouldn't remind me of that. It should remind me of a symbiotic host within him, right? Troubling him. Like he should have difficulties with him and, you know, have this internal conflict. But why is it not a suit that he can pull off? Why is it embedded inside his bloodstream? Right? Doesn't it feel like it's embedded inside him? I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay with like, because some comics okay he's in, being in. Yeah, some of comics like he's in him. Like, and if they remove, they get like I don't know. Depends on the writer. My thing is like but, they. Oh, go ahead. But oh, but I mean, here. does this does this not does this not prevent us seeing a black suit Spider Man? Because like I remember suit, they removed him once in the first movie. Like with the, like they could do it again. I just don't think they're even going to bother with Spider Man at this point. Like I gave up on that. Like yeah, it's, it's so sad. It's so sad to not see the mo- uh, an iconic iconic moment in Spider-Man history not happen. And that's that's what infuriates me as a fan that you just said screw that moment. We're going to be all about making money. And that grates me the wrong way. Like Sony's like we're just going to talk about money. We're going to make money. We're going to make this huge Spider-Man world but not even Spider-Man in it, but we're just going to make it and people are going to love it. We're going to make Morbius. We're going to make Craven the Hunter. We're going to make all these guys and they're going to mm-hmm. love it. And I don't think people are going to love it. No, they're, I, gonna do, I they're doing are... speed runs without yeah. without uh, keeping in what made them unique and interesting. People are not... Like, honestly, Morbius, it's going to probably bomb, to be honest with you. It, it's going to bomb hard, in my opinion. I could be totally wrong, but... I just don't see it standing up on its own legs. It's not a mainstream character. People, I mean, some people might watch it because it's a vampire-ish type of movie and they like that. But, I mean, how do you not have Spider-Man in that movie if he's one of the rogue galleries of villains? I just don't get it. That's like having, um, you know, the Penguin by himself in a movie from Batman and not reference Batman or have any inclination. Penguin doesn't, can't stand on its own two legs and I don't mean that physically. What I mean is it, it just he doesn't have that power. Like, for example, the Joker, which can which can do a movie on its own. I don't see a side character like Morbius doing that. You know, like it's just such a weird concept and planning. Of all the characters you could pick, you pick Morbius to be the next one in, in the universe. And you haven't even given Venom a full shake yet, and you're already looking at some another character. It just, I don't know, just a total, you know, weird, annoying decision by Sony to go and get the cash, 
get the cash instead of worrying about long-term effects because if these don't pan out they, what are they going to do like yeah. honestly i'm worried what are, what are they going to do now <laughs> i know there like are some people who are out there who will love it and will tell me like oh you're being like you just need to have fun with it like i've never once went to a movie of a character that i really liked and thought to myself i can't wait to see how they don't adapt him the way like what makes me love venom <laughs> is I like the fact that it was on Peter. I like that Peter had to deal with separating with it. I like that it went on Eddie. I like yeah. that Eddie was a narcissistic sociopath and the suit thrived on that. And not only that, but the suit gave him memories of Peter's life. So Eddie knew how to mess with Peter anytime he wanted. And he didn't just try to kill him. He showed up at his new place of work. He showed up at his girlfriend's yeah. house. He showed up at his aunt's house. He just messed with him because he's a crazy person. I don't get that sense from this movie version of Eddie and this No, Eddie Eddie doesn't even know who Peter Parker yeah. is. Like he he's not the he's already a hero at this point. So anything I would have liked to see between Eddie and Peter will not happen now. Nope. Like that's just out there's, the window. There's no relationship, there's no reason for them to be combined. There's no history. There's no history whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. There's no development of this um, you know, long long arduous fight between the two of them. There's nothing there, right? The only reason they're going to fight right now is probably because he looks Carnage like a monster. Up. Oh, Carnage is there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Carnage is there and they're going to fight and they're going to help each other and be buddies like Batman and Superman in Schneider Cut. You know, maybe they're both their aunts or Aunt May or something. I don't yeah. know. They're like, oh, your aunt's name is May too? Something stupid like that. It just, it, it's just so frustrating because, okay, you know, let's, let's talk about Carnage here. Like, you know, Carnage, you know, I, I don't even know how. We'll watch the movie and we'll see because I swear to God, if he does not get the, the, the Carnage body from the symbiote slicing off and going to him, I am going to lose it. Like, I'm going to walk It was out of weird theater. because in the comics they shared a cell. Yeah, that's what Venom I'm like, reproduced. If I don't see something, like, yeah. if, if I don't see something, like Eddie could be interviewing him because he's a reporter and then somehow nicks a cell door or something and. And the the stupid the symbiote something cut offs and starts having a life of its own something similar to what happened in the comics and the animation. If I don't see that, if I see some stupid experiment and that's how he got his powers from, I, I'm done. Like honestly, I I'm gonna blow up and just destroy this like, movie. Carnage needs I'm to be his it. son or not son. Like they don't have genders, but they need to be yeah. Something. It has to be. It cannot be some science experiment that they use from the other Riot character they got the skin from. No, I don't want to see any of that. This better it be related to the Venom symbiote. Well, offspring. I mean, or... Riot was Venom's offspring, and like they changed that. So they turned one of his just non-speaking offspring into the leader of their race. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm not even... like Anything could happen with this movie now. And people are going to tell me I'm being uptight. I like Venom for very specific but, reasons, hey, what, what, and you changed all but of here, them. But here's a thought. Here's the thing, though. What's wrong with being uptight about something you really like? You know well, nothing. Like? But I feel like I have to defend myself. It's like, oh, you're just being like a gatekeeping, well, blah blah blah. I'm not telling anyone to dislike it. I just like Venom for yeah. very specific reasons. You've changed literally honestly, all honestly, of them. Honestly, our our podcast is a way to kind of, you know, <laughs> tell it's therapy for us to talk about yeah. our opinions on it, and that's what it is. It's always our opinions. You know, our listeners or anybody, you know, 
that watches the show and doesn't agree with us, where we are very receptive to hearing their point of view. I actually enjoy hearing someone's point of view when they think something totally opposite of me because I want to see why. It, you know, it gives me an insight to see another person's perspective. So, yeah, I mean, we're totally, um, you know, we're never going to be saying that our opinion is the only opinion that matters to us. We always listen to other people's opinions. But, you know, honestly, I, I, don't, I don't know how, with this trailer that I saw today, this is going to be successful. I don't know how. I was just immediately so annoyed with this trailer <laughs> to see him, you know, making pancakes and waffles and eggs as a symbiote and then singing a song. I get the comic relief there, but I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. I just, I just find that there's so many other ways you can have comic relief. I don't know. It just, yeah. It I'll be really positive. I'll say something positive on them. <laughs> I, if this was any other property, like if this was an original piece about a man being possessed by a demon and it was a comedy, <laughs> then I would have been like, oh, okay, this is kind of adorable. Like, oh, the demon's making pancakes for him and he's just kind of weird and quirky. But it's Venom and I know what Venom's supposed to be like. So uh, even oh. though I tried to be positive, I kind of steered it back to <laughs> It's hard, I'm telling you. It's really <laughs> hard to be positive. It's really hard to be positive when you see this trailer. Like, what were they thinking? I don't understand. Like, why did Andy Circus? Like, honestly, my... I, I was more upset the fact that he's behind this because I did not expect that from him. When he's I a heard genius. that he's taking over... Yeah, he's a genius, and I'm a huge fan of his. So when I heard that he's taking over this thing, this project... I'm like, all right, we're going to get some of that goriness. We're going to get some of that golem looking attitude. Like, I was expecting this. And maybe they're throwing this off. Like, I want to pray to God, say that they're just using this as a throw off. And that comedy was probably near the end of the movie rather than at the beginning of the movie. But honestly, like, that's what I, at this point right now, that's what I'm praying for that this trailer is to show us nothing of what Venom is about. Yeah. And that when we watch the movie, they're going to knock the socks off. And Andy Serkis is really going to show what he can do with with the history that he has, you know, of being successful in other movies and franchises. So I am going to be optimistic. I am going to go watch it. But I, like I said, if I don't see that offspring, I'm walking out of that theater. Like I am walking out and I'm going to blast it all over everywhere I, you know, talk about it. The, this podcast will have probably many episodes dedicated to that blasting. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's our our venom trailer take do you want to add anything else no i think i'm all cured now i vented it out of my system I will, I'm, I'm more infuriated than you and you're a big <laughs> yeah. fan I, i'm just kind of like because it will just be me ranting for 30 minutes about yeah. <laughs> yeah. so i need to pace myself we'll do there'll a be, separate podcast for your ranting there'll be there'll be plenty of times with version two trailer two and three well i, I will definitely will when we watch it um we'll definitely talk about that movie times hopefully we get to get to the movies very soon because yeah we like i like to go as a team uh the anr team to go watch a movie and do a review i think that'll be fun so yeah we'll definitely uh see when this shows up and see give our take on it we'll figure what's going on here did they hit it off or did they not hit it off so yeah with that uh, we kind of wrap it up i guess right i think so i think so all right uh, all right all right okay well Wherever you are in the world or the universe, have yourself a great morning, a great day, and a great night. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Breakfast is served. Bye.